Hello, and welcome to episode 17 of Not For Thought, a podcast channel designed for psychonauts and psychonautics. Today, I was thinking, I was just going to kind of talk for the most part. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to even title this podcast, because, I don't know, I got some stuff to talk about, just the usual, some stuff for Shambhala, um, some some psychedelic experiences and yeah that's about it man um again sorry for not uploading on tuesday and thursday this week it was a weird week man (laughs) it was it was a strange week and yeah i didn't really have a whole lot of time to sit down and make a podcast so anyways thanks for tuning in I'm going to take a hit of weed real quick. Uh, You should join me if you're into that. If not, just hang out for a quick second. Yeah, so... Man, I think... I'm pretty determined to kind of try being solo in the rave group, in the rave community for a little bit. Um, Yeah, I've just been watching a lot of Grouch's videos on YouTube. Highly recommend checking him out, Um, at least his live sets. It's pretty fun to watch, man. He does a good job of making you kind of feel like you're there. Or that you're somewhat of like a DJ with how he has it set up. Because uh, he has like a video. Uh, he, has, he has it like live stream kind of. Where it's like from his point of view. He's like recording the audience and himself. I don't know. Check him out. I've liked some of his videos. But um, yeah I just watched those. And I've noticed that there's so many people dancing by themselves there's lots of groups obviously as well but there's so many people that are just by themselves and you'll see even the people by themselves interact a ton with the people around them you know in all of those videos uh in any video of festival but that specifically the grouches you can see people in the front row that you know are getting blasted with music and yet they're still meeting people i just think that that's so fucking cool man (laughs) yeah anyways i kept watching those and seeing people interact so much with each other in kind of an environment where you wouldn't expect people to interact with each other just being like right at the front of the fucking stage like literally first row of the stage where the music is absolutely the loudest where the dancing is the craziest i feel like there's not a whole lot of time to talk to people you know um but you'll see in grouch's videos that that's that actually happens quite a bit yeah so definitely recommend checking checking grouch's videos out if you're interested in like some live edm festivals and and how crazy people get because, oh my god, he has this one where he's at Rabbits Eat Lettuce. I don't know where that is. 
I can't remember because I definitely looked it up. But he he goes pretty fucking hard, and everybody in the whole like front section is just crazy, dude. Oh my god! Like there's <laughs> there's so much that fucking happens. You'd think it'd just be like people dancing and going crazy, but it's so much more than that, dude. Like there's people you can see people doing drugs and you can see chicks whipping their titties out and you could see like people getting really fucked up and crazy and at one point in this festival rabbits eat lettuce you can see actually twice it happens there's people that get up onto the fucking speakers and start like dancing in front of everybody and it's fucking wild dude it looks like so much fucking fun. I feel like it's a little disrespectful to the venue. I totally opinionated. I also think that it was kind of dope. It was pretty fucking cool. And being there, I would have lost it, man. Like this chick just out of nowhere hops up onto this fucking speaker and starts going crazy, dude. Dancing like so wild. And a couple seconds later, this dude in a cop outfit, obviously a fake outfit, hops up onto the fucking speaker and dances with her. And like a couple seconds after that, security walks up and it's like, get the fuck down. But holy shit, it looked like so much fun, dude. I, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. I was like... That's got me so hyped for Shambhala. Because <laughs> I feel like people will be fucking crazy there. Because uh, So he also has one where he's at Twisted Frequency, a festival in, I think, New Zealand. And man, people get fucking down. And there's a lot less, like, I don't know. I feel like at the um, Rabbits Eat Lettuce Festival, it's pretty clear that there's alcohol there because people are really crazy and almost in like like a borderline disrespectful way you know and that's where i feel like alcohol comes into play but then at twisted frequency there may still have been alcohol involved but the people there are just like crazy in a much different way like they really dance hard and just are just insanely into the music you know and there's still you can see people like every once in a while doing drugs and shit and oh it's so fucking cool dude it's awesome and like security really only steps in when you're doing something you truly shouldn't be like getting onto a fucking speaker and dancing in front of everybody that sounds like so much fun though but it's like i said i feel like it's a bit disrespectful teach their own i guess i mean they did get down when security walked up and they weren't up there for too long what was crazy though is that later in that video in the rabbit seat lettuce one the, the same fucking thing happens but it's completely different people this dude just like out of nowhere gets onto the fucking speaker and starts dancing crazy and like four other people get up it's like this whole group of people on top of the speakers, and then, of course, security comes up and pulls them off, but it looked like so much fucking fun, dude, and that was just one concert out of a whole weekend, an hour out of a whole weekend of partying in 
man, it just looked like so much fun. Everybody just gets so down to the music. And I, I love that. I love that there's so much dancing and the music is obviously a total plus as well. Um, you know, I do feel like I have a very specific taste in EDM in stuff that I would like truly, truly get into. You know, I like Grouch's music. And there's some other artists and DJs that, that I really like. But anyways, man, I just thought that I would mention that for anybody that wants to see some pretty crazy fucking concert videos. That's that's an interesting one. Grouch's. Uh, the one at Rabbit Sea Lettuce and Twisted Frequency. Holy fuck. Oh my god. I was trying to find concerts where he was at. And of course, he's not coming to the U.S. much. I guess he's more of like a New Zealand DJ. And so, yeah, he's not in the U.S. a whole lot, I don't think. But anyways, I just thought that I would bring that up. I also thought that I would talk... Yeah, like I said, I, I'm pretty okay with being solo for a little bit. I actually kind of want to be solo because when you're with people, nothing against it. I just feel like, for me personally, I have to do what other people want to do. And I might not always want to do that. I don't know. That sounds so, like, fucking self-centered. I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> No, it's not like that. It's more of just, you know, like if you're at a, a music festival, there's obviously lots of music going on at the same time. And people might be into different things. You know, one person might want to be at, like if you're in a group of people, some people might want to be at one stage while other people want to be at a different stage. Or some people want to listen to this DJ and other people don't want to listen to that DJ, whatever. Whatever the case may be, you know, people have contradicting ideas, and if you're in a really, really big group, it's pretty easy to, like, split off into separate little groups, but when you're in a group of, like, three or four people, it becomes a lot harder to kind of do what you want to do, and then you end up being by yourself anyways, I feel like. I feel like that's probably some of the people that end up by themselves at festivals are not actually alone but just like split off from their group for the time being or whatever i don't know because like if i was at shambhala with a group of people well i don't know because i haven't fucking been there so i would imagine though that there's probably going to be a couple of stages like i really really like the village and i really like the pagoda stage as well and i really haven't seen much from fractal forest but i've heard a lot about it and yeah, I don't know man I feel like I would want to be at a very specific stage each night you know or at least like I don't know I don't know man I would obviously want to walk around a little bit and look at all the different stages for at least like the first night you know see all the crazy lights and shit from each stage because they're all so different uh but you know, I feel like I want to stay at, like, the Pagoda for a night and really, I don't know, man. <laughs> I want to get, like, a really good spot close to the front of the stage and just kind of hang out there for, like, a whole night. But I know that that's way easier said than done. Like, even just hanging in my room and, like, partying my head off to some music for a little bit, that gets so tiring. <laughs> 
So watching people party and go crazy to music for like hours on end kind of blows my mind. And I, I have before. I've gone to concerts and done that. But I don't know when you're doing it for a whole weekend, not even necessarily a whole weekend, more than a weekend. It, I feel like that's really exhausting, man. I don't know. Like I said, today was gonna be kind of a random me just talking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna drink some some coffees. It's like four in the fucking afternoon, but I woke up late as shit today. I woke up at like six in the morning, and then I stayed up for a little bit, watched some watched some festival videos, and then I fell back asleep until like two in the afternoon. Then I was like, I need to I need to do some shit. Anyways. Yeah, so I'm not so angry and frustrated about being kind of solo for stuff like this. It's I don't think it's actually that big of a deal. And seeing so many people kind of on their own while still partying their fucking heads off, I think that's all that matters. It, like, if you're going crazy, not even necessarily going crazy, but if you're just, like, enjoying the music and having a good time, I think that's enough to make friends, to like have people kind of flock to you or to flock to your own group kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I just like the more that I watch these videos, the more I'm like, I feel like I could easily at least like dance with some random ass people and have a good time. People are in such a good mood at concerts. Nobody's going to have a bad time. Everybody wants to have a good time. Line up for your good time, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it looks like a lot of fun at every festival, but Shambhala really speaks to me, man. Ugh, I want to go so bad. I think I'm just going to do it, dude. I'm slowly working on my car like I took it in the other day. Holy shit. I, I've realized if you're in the U.S. or maybe at least just in Colorado in the U.S., I don't know. I don't know what it's like in other areas, but... Uh, the price of cars, especially used cars, has gone up an insanely high amount. So I've realized that it would just make sense to either buy a brand new car, which I don't have the money or time to do, um, or do whatever I can to get my current car into the best condition possible, which is a lot, dude. I mean, it's one of those cars that's really old so it just needs so many little things you know like the fucking suspension on the front of my car is clearly giving out because you can see that my car is like tilting forward and i know that's not like a huge deal it's not like oh you gotta take it in right now um but it's annoying to look at and it wears down your tire and it tires i don't know I have all these, like, little fucking things. I don't need to talk about that, because I'm guessing nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, I have so many little things that I need to do on my car. And then I have bid things. Like, holy shit, I took it in yesterday just to get the spark plugs changed. Because, I, I don't know, I feel like it's just better to have a mechanic do it really quick instead of me trying to figure it out. And they were telling me $600. $600. To have my spark plugs changed. And he said that it would take all day because they have to, like... I'd have to, like, bring it in in the morning. They'd have to wait for my car to completely cool down, which takes a while. And then they would have to 
obviously change the spark plugs, which takes apparently a couple hours. I don't know. I, I couldn't believe it, dude. 600 fucking dollars to have spark plugs changed? That's insane. Anyways, it's just the stuff like that that's supposed to be, or what I would think would be a pretty small price, but then it ends up being obviously way more than than what I thought. Like it's reaching 200,000 miles and it needs a timing belt replaced. It needs the timing belt replaced and that's like, that's fucking expensive. I'm seeing like anywhere from a thousand to like two thousand dollars for that. And if your car does lose its time, if the timing belt breaks, then you're fucking, you're not moving. Your car's not moving until it gets fixed. And that obviously just means even more money to get your car towed. Anyways, enough about my car. I need to do a lot of less expensive things as well, but I'm working on it. And hopefully, you know, if I do all of these repairs, not only will it get me to Shambhala, but it could also get me to other festivals in the future as well. If I like really get it tuned up, if I really get all the repairs and maintenance done pretty quickly, or at least just throughout this year, then I'm sure it can last a while. But like I said, it is reaching 200,000 miles, and no matter what, it's going to reach the end of its life pretty soon after that, I would think. So, yeah. Um, let me switch up the topic here. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited to go camping and enjoy Shambhala at the same time. <laughs> I can't fucking wait, dude. I'm, like, already putting together some camping stuff, and I'm determined to fucking go, dude. Because I, I think I can save a bit of money, depending. You know, I do need to set aside a chunk of money. Ugh. You know, I keep coming to, like, about $1,000 no matter what. It is $400 for the ticket. I can get all the food and camping supplies for, like, pretty much nothing. Because uh, my family has a ton of camping supplies and food. <laughs> specifically for camping too so that should be good there but when it comes to the food at the festival that's gonna cost some money i'm gonna want some drugs as well and man i've heard it can get expensive obviously depending on what you're doing and how much but nonetheless i've heard it can get really really expensive even for like not that much uh but i have my own methods i grow my own mushrooms i extract my own dmt which i don't know how that would go at a concert <laughs> yeah but i've heard people do it at shambhala anyways and other music festivals i would assume but i've heard <laughs> from psych substance this video and some other sources that yeah people smoke dmt at at those festivals at Shambhala specifically anyways yeah if anybody's gone camping before and hasn't gone to a festival and you like camping and you like festivals it's like a dream come true finding out about Shambhala and other festivals obviously it's not just a Shambhala exclusive but like I said I have such a strong connection I don't know what it is man 
I feel like it's calling to me, you know, and I've heard about other festivals having lots of issues too, whether it's with alcohol and people, you know, kind of ruining the, the plur, the peaceful vibes. Um, but Shambhala, I really haven't come across that. I haven't come across people having issues with, with that kind of stuff, with people being assholes or whatever, you know, there's obviously people that get really fucked up, but I don't know. Like, I was on Radiate the other day, and I saw this post. It was just, like, a picture of this girl with that was bleeding. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, her face was bleeding right under her eyebrow, and it was, like, going down her face. And I was like, what the hell? So, I, of course, I, it intrigued me, and I read the post. And it, it was this transgender, male-to-female transgender that... Uh, got hit in the face at Okeechobee because a guy like apparently groped her and didn't realize that she was trans and freaked out and threw his phone in her face. So that sucks. <laughs> that would be like the worst experience ever, you know? Imagine how hyped I am about Shambhala and stuff and then something like that happening. That would fucking suck. And yeah, I wouldn't want to go ever again, <laughs> you know? But I haven't heard of stuff like that at Shambhala. You know, Okeechobee is fucking huge. And I've heard people can be really fucking mean there. I've seen videos of people acting like assholes there. So maybe that's just an Okeechobee exclusive kind of thing because it attracts so many fucking people. Oh my god, that there's just bound to be lots of those people that aren't good people, you know? The bigger the crowd, the more there's a chance that there's going to be some assholes no matter what, you know, there's not going to be, there's never going to be like a 100% everybody's good and nice to everybody, no matter what, even in environments like this, I think, that's just my opinion, I think that there can be a very, very strong sense of community and general likeness between people, but I think that's, I think that individually people can still vary a lot, you know, so... Wow, I'm getting off the fucking topic. I'm just rambling on, man. <laughs> yeah, I, anyways, I think that the bigger the festival, the higher the chances that there's going to be some, some assholes. But at Shambhala, which tracks, I think it last year it was like something like 30,000 people, which is a lot of fucking people. Um, there's just a lot less issues, I feel like, with people being fucking up that that vibe you know anyways for anybody still listening i was thinking i would talk a little bit about some dmt experiences because that's usually what i do on sundays right but uh, yeah <laughs> i thought i would just talk a little bit because i didn't i don't know it was a weird week like i said man and i'm not gonna lie i had lots of moments where i smoked just a little bit of dmt and i don't know what i was doing i was just I don't know, man, but last night, I decided to, like, load up my oil burner and dabble with some, some DMT. I was in a weird mood, so I wasn't really trying to, like, go too hard, but I did want to smoke, and, yeah, so I loaded up a little bit of, a little bit of DMT, and I took, I think I took two hits, two pretty good hits. Oh, that's the other thing. I think I figured out why I'm not having a breakthrough. 
I think I need to hold my breath for a little bit longer. Because I did notice last night that, like, when I held my breath, even just for a couple more seconds, I felt like the DMT came on way fucking stronger. Which I don't get how that's even possible. Like, it's already in your lungs. How does holding it in change much? I don't know. Um, But yeah, if you're struggling to have a breakthrough and you think that you're doing everything you can, maybe think about holding in your breath a little bit longer. That's my suggestion as of now, because I'm like positive that once I'm I'm in the right mind state, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a breakthrough. I think that that was the one thing that was holding me back, because I kept being like, oh, you only need to hold your breath for five seconds. But then yesterday I was like, let me just try holding my breath for a little bit longer. Maybe I'm wrong. I was. (laughs) I was definitely wrong. And holding my breath was definitely the way to go holding it for even just a little bit longer it seemed to make quite a difference but anyways so i take i think i took two hits and i'm watching grouch's live festival at rabbit sea lettuce and holy shit dude it was like my first time watching it so it was pretty interesting because like i said that's a fucking crazy festival or at least that that set is fucking crazy that show is crazy because people are fucking wild there oh my gosh yeah like drugs and all sorts of shit just the craziest crap man you got to check it out but i take two hits of dmt and i lay back and it was like my vision was fucking enhanced like beyond comprehension i don't even know it was just like everything became super clear as i'm watching the video it was like instead of it was like i was there but i wasn't you know like i i could tell that i felt like i was watching tv but it how clear and how precise the image was on my tv it felt it looked like i was there and it was crazy because everybody became so much more vivid in the video like i could see each person outlined way more they became so much more dramatic each person i could just see so much more visually and the music is obviously just fucking amazing because grouch grouch is a really good dj in my opinion and oh my god yeah it was really crazy watching watching that just seeing everybody outlined and so clear and watching each person move to the music in their own different way but everybody like moves with the beat and it just makes for a fucking insanely trippy effect that i was not expecting it was pretty cool but then a little bit later like i don't know maybe an hour or so later maybe a couple hours later i was like i'm gonna take another hit and i burned the fuck out of the i don't even know how because obviously i was sober so i i could i was paying attention to how far i was holding the lighter from the uh the oil burner but oh my god man i burnt the shit out of it and anyways i took a fat fucking hit though and it it was fucking crazy dude it was way more intense than when i smoked like just a couple hours before it was easily two to three times more intense and i only took one hit i don't know it was fucking weird but I didn't even really see anything that crazy except a shitload of colors just everywhere. And I I don't know, I remember laying down and I felt like all my 
fucking muscles and stuff just got like super tense and I, I don't know it was strange but it was fucking crazy crazy intense yeah it was weird I can't even really describe what I was seeing because it, it was just it was it was kind of aggressive it was almost like the DMT was like kind of yeeting my vision around just like yanking it all over the place with all these colors and shit it was kind of it was kind of painful <laughs> Uh, but anyways, that was really it on the DMT experiences this weekend. Kind of underwhelming, but like I said, I had kind of a long week and I was in a weird mood. Uh, but I am very, very, very excited to go to Shambhala. And the rave culture is still hitting home with me. I, I feel like I found my people, dude. Especially at Shambhala. Like, I, f I feel like it's calling to me, dude. It's calling to me, man. I know it is. <laughs> that sounds so cheesy, but any hippies out there that have a festival that they just truly, truly love knows what I mean there, I bet. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's probably going to be about it for this episode. I just wanted to talk a bit more about Shambhala. God, I'm sure that anybody that was keeping up with the channel was like, dude, this guy won't shut up about the fucking concerts. I'm a guy. <laughs> I don't know. I do really want to go to Shambhala and party with party with some crazy fucking people that are that are my friends. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But dude, yeah, I just I want to camp out for four days, five days. I feel like I'd be the type of person to go at least probably leave on Tuesday, get there on Wednesday, like probably pretty fucking early in the morning. So I would try and leave like super early, as early as possible on Tuesday. And then basically, oh, I don't know, that's dangerous to drive for 20 hours straight. That's how car accidents happen. Because people fall asleep while they're driving and shit. That's one of the reasons that car accidents can happen. So, yeah, I don't know how I would do that exactly. Maybe park in a fucking Walmart parking lot and sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the money to buy a fucking hotel room for a couple hours. Because that's all I'd need it for. I wouldn't need to sleep for very long. I'd just need a couple hours. Kind of re-energize myself. And get myself back on the road. And then I can sleep when I'm there on Wednesday. I can sleep for a little bit longer. When I'm there during the day and night. And then Thursday. It doesn't even really start on Thursday. That's just like the beginning like, a little bit of it opens up and, like, two stages are open or something like that. Hopefully they do it that way again this year. In Dr. Otto Flowers' video, that's how it was. Yeah, I'm super, super fucking excited. And like I said, I'm also going to Japan in October, dude. Oh my god, this is going to be a good fucking year. Um, yeah. I really hate where I'm at right now, location-wise and job-wise. That's going to soon not matter because I'm going to be gone from both of those in the next two months or so. And then I can really enjoy the Psychonaut life for a little bit anyways. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to end in the podcast, man. Thanks for joining. This has been Not For That. Have a good day.